The Secrets of Star Wars is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Secrets of Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you always. You're listening to the Secrets of Star Wars, episode 182. Hello there. It's a power that Jedi have that lets them control people and make things float. Impressive. Every word in that sense was wrong. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I find your lack of faith disturbing. It's against my programming to impersonate a dead. That's not how the Force works. Force is with me, and I am with the Force, and I fear nothing. Remember... The Force will be with you, always. Hi, I'm Robert King, and you're listening to The Secrets of Star Wars, where we look at the deeper themes and meanings found in the stories and characters in that galaxy far, far away. Or maybe we just make it up as we go. The world is made of Lego. Everything is chaos. There is no fourth wall. Anything could happen. That's right. We're talking about Lego Star Wars today. Joining me on the panel today are Catherine Laffrey. Welcome, Catherine. Hello. And Thomas Salerno. Good to have you, Thomas. Hey, Robert. Great to be here. So I think we've talked about Lego Star Wars animated series in the past. Uh, I think the Lego Holiday Specials. Um, But in any case... If you don't know, Lego puts out animated miniseries or short films for Star Wars, just like they do for the other franchises that they partner with. There are several of them. Today, we're going to talk about Droid Tales. It's a five-part series that originally aired in 2015 as part of the run-up to The Force Awakens. There is a plot about R2-D2 r2d2 being abducted from the celebrations on endor at the end of return of the jedi so c-3po and admiral akbar have to go chasing after r2 to rescue him and it's just mostly a gimmick to let 3po (laughs) (laughs) i mean it is uh to to show off different locations in the star wars universe and let 3po tell the stories of the prequel and original trilogy movies it's kind of a way to help people catch up on the star wars universe just before the sequels got going and dang it's hilarious (laughs) it's just amazing um so I don't know. Let's just jump in. What are some of your favorite moments from from this series? Let's start with you, Catherine. Right in the beginning, it's well, first of all, the fact that it's actually C3PO telling the story from the first time that I saw Star Wars where C3PO was telling the story to the Ewoks. Yes. I wanted to know forever his story. I just wanted to know what C-3PO and R2-D2 had been up to all their lives. And so to have him telling stories just was like, yes. And then the fact that he's like, oh, but my memory was wiped and R2 had it all along. (laughs) Love the little jump drive with his little head on it. That was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Did did that inspire his memory reboot in episode nine? I wonder. It had to. Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh my gosh, little Anakin. 
I find your lack of white bread disturbing. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. So so much like actual like nine year old vibes from that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, watching him flip personalities. Oh, loved it. Uh, uh with Palpatine doing something similar as well. Yes. Um, right. Yeah, so yeah, I, I loved the I love the way and and this is true of all the Lego um, movies, animated features. I love the way they treat the Lego parts and pieces in the universe as real parts and pieces of the universe. Like, you know, the head spinning around and the hair pieces flying off. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's delightful to um, see that kind of fantasy going on. Thomas, what, what were some of your favorite? moments it's funny because i hadn't seen this until just today before we recorded this i've seen i've seen the lego holiday special which i kind of thought was eh, and it was better than the original holiday special oh right but i mean just like (laughs) on its own i i thought the lego holiday special was kind of it it didn't do it for me i guess and with this one I was just like, it was okay. I mean, like, there there were parts that made me chuckle. I really like Lego. I really like Star Wars. There were lots of good moments in this, but I, I guess, like, once I found out that, oh, it's like Cliff Notes of the six movies, I kind of, like, became a little bit disengaged a bit. Oh, interesting. But I I was... the The parts that were most interesting for me was the original parts where they're trying to find R2-D2, the parts that are original to this. I was very mm-hmm. disengaged during the stuff with, which was recapping the, the original six movies. And, but I actually found some of my favorite parts were from the search for R2. I, I liked, <laughs> I thought it was really funny that Akbar is obsessed with his, uh, his Jedi Starfighter. He he's like His that guy. Ride. He's he's like that guy who has a vintage car, like a like a a, a Thunderbird or a Corvette or something. And he's like you know like you know like George Lucas doesn't he have like, vintage cars? Yeah, yeah, George Lucas is into cars. He's a car guy. So I I thought that was a very funny reference. Um, I was having a midlife crisis. You think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he must be. I like that. Um, I thought it was kind of funny, you know, jumping towards the end where like they have the giant Mecha Godzilla sized battle droid made of all the yes. parts that's kind of roaming around. I like that they pulled like uh, th- probably one of the, uh, the 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 villain turns out to be one of the only competent Imperial officers from the original trilogy, General Veers. Yes, I, yes. I thought that was interesting. Um, I, I did like some of the stuff from the from the recaps. I, I I like the red flag joke that we were we we were referencing before, where they they meet little Anakin and Rot- Watto's running around going red flag, red flag. That was funny. <laughs> Big red flag. Big red flag. Um, yeah. I liked you mentioned about the parts, Robert, and how they treat them like real Lego parts. I enjoyed d- during the pod race when they they uh, show the part where in the movie Anakin and Zabulba's pods get stuck together, 
Anakin uses that yes. tool, that 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 yes. real life tool that that takes apart Lego pieces that are stuck together to separate the two <laughs> pods. I I, I thought I that thought was that, brilliant. That that was oh, very yeah. good. Yeah, that that was funny. Um, yeah, it's like I I felt it had moments, but overall, I felt it was kind of very uneven. Um, but it's. It's a Lego Star Wars thing. It's not like it yeah, needs yeah. to be a masterpiece or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be that guy that like where right. I sound like I'm being too hard on this. I'm not. Oh, it's Thomas, just that... I think you might be that guy. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for whatever reason, for big parts of it, I was just kind of like, mm hmm. OK, let Let's get back to Akbar and 3PO or, you know, <laughs> or whatever it was. All right, I'm going to throw a Catholic question at you then, Thomas. Yeah. Of the four Gospels, what's your favorite? Luke, probably. Okay. Because this is very much the Mark Gospel of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, S- think Say more about, about that. I, know, so I think I know what you say, mean. Yeah. I've heard people say, if you've got people that are new to the faith and you want to, like, Bring them into the Jesus story quick and fast. Have them read Mark. It's the shortest gospel. It gets right to the point. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this was like taking the six movies and just, boom, giving you the Mark gospel version. It's like, there it is. <laughs> oh, and it, I, it, I just remembered before I forget, I think my favorite part was that they make such a big deal out of something that's bothered me for years, which was why on earth in in the phantom menace does palpatine want her to sign that treaty yes. it makes no <laughs> sense because it goes yes. against it goes against his what what he's trying to do like it, it it's like his city self and his palpatine self are at cross purposes in that movie and they're they're, 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 they're <laughs> even though they're the same guy they're doing things that are at cross purposes to each other and i love how everyone is always asking him why do you want her to sign the treaty again? And he's just like, shut up, forget it. Like, I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. finally, I, I, I've never heard anybody else mention that before in something <laughs> Star Wars related. I'm like, finally, they bring it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good. I, I loved so all good. the different ways that they just poked fun at Star Wars. And, and I, I think for that reason, I... um. I had almost the opposite experience of you, Thomas. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the the flashbacks of 3PO telling the story of the Star Wars movies um, and and sort of subtly retconning a lot of things and, and like <laughs> seeing what would be retconned and what would be called out and what would be. Yeah. Um, and and like there were some things that just made more sense in 3PO's telling of it than they did in the actual movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I thought it I thought it was delightful. And um I don't know, like I think maybe one of my favorite moments was uh when um Job Jetpack, I mean Boba Fett was <laughs> um uh on Jabba's barge and like just kept getting hit in the jet pack and <laughs> shooting off and, and then landing and recovering and then getting hit in the jet pack again and shooting off. And, and, and it was, it was just like, 
you know, like taking all of these things that, that fans have talked about and made fun of for ages and making actual jokes out of them. I, I loved that. I right. Think. Oh, and yeah. in that scene, don't, you know, don't worry, we're not alone. And you get that dun, dun, as Luke's nodding to all the other people that are there. Yes. And then finally you get the last little dun, and it's like the waiter guy playing his uh fantastic yeah oh and that um, waiter oh my gosh i loved him as the best <laughs> throw-in character who wasn't really there it just worked out so perfectly on cloud city you got darth vader waiting to spring his trap and would you like a beverage sir you're throwing off my time <laughs> <laughs> This is not really the appropriate place to reveal myself, but it's the only room that was available. <laughs> or, Luke, I am your... Sir, may I help you? <laughs> Do you like something? Yeah. You're yeah. dying off my timing. I'm trying to tell him I'm your father. <laughs> oh, golly. I just loved how all that happened. And the way that they um, softened the blow on a lot of stuff that would probably be freaky to kids yes like yes. you know oh i'm your father and you know you just sliced my hand off what you know none of none of that was there so i could easily see yeah. in the future if i had some little kid that was like oh you know why do you like star wars so much i'm like oh let's watch droid tales and then we'll get into the big stuff <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah it's it, it's yeah. very much it's very clearly aimed at children with a lot of jokes for the adults who are watching with the children. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and unlike so many animations where, you know, the, the jokes for the adults are um, like euphemistically adult in content, you know, they're, they're jokes about violence or sexuality or something like that. It's, it's like the jokes here are jokes about star Wars that, you know, because you've seen the movies. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and, and so you get the context and it's, it's like, so it's a hundred percent clean all the way through. And it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's good, clean fun. I have no. said before, I don't think I've said this on this show before, but I would like one of my on my wish list for future Star Wars projects is a straight up Star Wars animated comedy, but that's completely in canon and is not Lego. Oh, that's that what I be. want in the future. Like at something that's kind of like it, what Star Trek does with Lower Decks, but not as uh -huh. a, but not as adult as Lower Decks can be sometimes. Something yeah. that that everybody can watch. But that is a straight up comedy that that pokes fun at those things we can poke fun of in Star Wars. But that's that not was like the first us. thing I thought of was Lower Decks. This is like the it's like the family friendly the less, version. Of yes, Lower the Decks. family friendly. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I'd like to see them do it without the the sort of Lego universe. I, I, I like how slapstick yeah. it can be with the Lego <laughs> stuff. But I, 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 I just feel like there's. A straight-up comedy is something that canon Star Wars has not done before. And I feel like they they should take the risk and do it. I think it would be fun. It would be fun. Do you that have an idea for what kind of comedy you'd like to see? Like a like a buddy cop movie or a, or a rom-com or a... Um, I honestly, know. I would like to see something with droids. Um, I'd like to see something that was kind of like the, the old droid show that i saw when i when i was a kid oh but, yeah but more oh, okay. but that was more of an action adventure show 
but I would but but I think with with droids as as this miniseries shows, droids are just great. They have a lot of great comedic potential, and I I would like to see that in a non Lego context. I think that would be funny. I think yes, also as three PO said, droids are people. Droids are people. Yeah. I would yeah, also yeah. like to see something that's kind of like showing the life of the everyday person in the Star Wars universe because I feel that could be really funny. Like That's someone like the who's, life of Brian kind of thing, or like <laughs> s- someone who has like an ordinary job, or like or not even an ordinary job, kind of like an ordinary Star Wars ish job, like like almost do like okay. So you know how in Futurama they're they're a parcel delivery service, right? I would like to see that in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> as a parcel to, like they're not smuggle, not a smuggler not a but smuggler, a legitimate but a yeah. legit small parcel delivery service but in the star wars <laughs> galaxy what does that look like i think like, that would be funny <laughs> or some other mundane blue collar job i think there's a lot of potential because the, the the wider star wars universe would keep creeping in and kind of messing mm-hmm. up their day and they, yeah. and they're just trying to get on with their life without having to deal with all this galactic stuff, but they can't escape it. And I feel like that there's a lot of potential there for... Like a starship for... detailer. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be funny. Yeah. Bring the ship in, clean it up. You're like, oh my gosh, what happened here? <laughs> One of the funniest characters in The Mandalorian is the ship mechanic. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. And she yeah. has a normal blue-collar job, you know, like... <laughs> With her Jawa boyfriend. <laughs> With her Jawa boyfriend and her uh, her pit droid crew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, but now her boyfriend's a Twi'lek. She, she went with that guy. Oh, in the book of oh did she switch up? Yeah. <laughs> She's with the, Twi- she? the Twi'lek Major Domo guy in the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I almost wondered if, like, the book of Boba Fett, they were going for, like, a sitcom vibe with that but in parts of it it seems like it doesn't it yeah yeah it's like book of boba fett like it's it's really divisive and i i think one of the reasons it's divisive is because tonally it's all over the place but that's just robert rodriguez isn't it tonally it's all over the place (laughs) that he does that i feel like he does that really well sometimes (laughs) yeah yeah i guess so yeah no that's a great point and um but I think, like, the overlap of Robert Rodriguez fans and Star Wars fans, I, I think maybe was not quite ready. Like, mm. like that overlap was not quite built up enough. Um, and so, like, a lot of Star Wars fans were like, what is this? Um, <laughs> Whereas with, with this show, though, I think they've got the built-in audience because the overlap between lego and star wars has always been huge oh Oh, yeah yeah. oh yeah even before the the partnership uh like lego started i think star wars was the first big franchise that they partnered with wasn't it um it's got to be one of the first at least yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it's 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 very long standing for them and um yeah so so but but even before the you know, official Star Wars Lego kits were coming out. That's what I was doing with my Legos was building mm. Star Wars stuff. This took me back. I mean, I didn't have Legos as a kid, but we had uh, the little people 
I'll admit, you know, the, the should, boys should we call the CPS Legos. on your parents for, for not giving you? No. <laughs> My dad is still trying to figure out when did you get into all this star stuff? I'm like, Dad, you took me to Star Wars when I was eight. I love it. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had friends. We would get every little people set we had, take it to her backyard because she had this hedge. And we would set up all the little characters in the hedge and play out like some movie like Robinson Crusoe or play out uh, Tarzan. You know, these characters weren't even like set up to be that, but it was mm -hmm. like, okay, what can we do? And that's what Lego Star Wars cartoons have always made me think of is just a kid going wild, playing with their Legos, but making up their own stories. And that's just fabulous. I'm glad you said that because that takes me back to. My brother and I used to do that exact thing, not just with our Star Wars Legos, but with all our Legos. We we created whole like universes with a with huge casts of characters of, who are minifigs mm -hmm. going through the most insane <laughs> like crazy. We 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 developed a whole superhero <laughs> sitcom universe using Legos, and it was great. You know, like. It, and yeah, now that I think about it, like, OK, you really have if you're an adult, you really have to get into that child headspace if you're going to watch these, because otherwise you're just oh, going to yeah. be like, eh, what's going on? So like, yeah, it's like once you think about it, like, yeah, this is how kids act when they're playing with Legos. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Let out that's your what inner this child. Oh, that's yeah. what I loved about the episode where. um. 3PO meets the kid who has the trading cards mm -hmm. from the, yes. the Rebels heroes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. He's like, am I in there? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> who are you? That was awesome. And then they're just flipping through. And then the whole episode, as he talks about a new character, you see the, like, the little you know, trading card come flying into view and you get the whole little recap on this person. Like you're reading their stats off a baseball card. It was mm -hmm. awesome. <laughs> right. Or like, you know, I used to call, you know, I used to collect Pokemon and Digimon cards as a kid. So it's like, you know, you have the character and all their stats and stuff. And yeah. And, and it's like, and I, you mentioned Robert, like, you know, like creating, things like stuff out of legos i had we had a lot of star wars legos my brother and i but mm -hmm. we would often just take them apart and build our own original ships oh yeah 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 it's like you know i like even when i was a kid i was like you know a after seeing the the prequels and like especially in like like i'm not really a big a fan of attack of the clones except for the ship designs i love a lot of the the ship designs in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Especially yeah. the Lat gunship. And when I was a kid, I was like, you know what? The Imperials need a gunship. So I built one. <laughs> I took A-Wing parts and TIE fighter parts and parts from unrelated sci-fi Legos, cobbled them together and created this Frankenstein, like, uh, Imperial gunship. It looked like if you crossed a TIE fighter with... Uh, with a, an A-10 Warthog, you know, that plane, that military <laughs> okay. plane in real life, with a dump truck. Like, if you put those three <laughs> things together, that's kind of what it looked like, you know? Like, and that, that's, a, that's another thing I think these little shorts are tapping into, is that power of imagination. And with Legos, 
you could just kind of build whatever you you could just build anything. You don't need to build what the in, the instructions in the booklet tell you to. You can, and that's fun, but you can also just go nuts and build whatever you want. Well, that's like that scene with Luke Skywalker bringing down the walker. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's falling down on top of him, and he, like, uses the force, builds a little house. Mm-hmm. Archie, did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and then and then um, when they're on Dagobah, and it's like, lift the X-Wing out of the swamp, and, and it's like, oh, it's too big, and... Yoda lifts it up and and it's it's amazing and he says not done showing off am I and, <laughs> and just starts transforming it into all kinds of other things and and like I I I kind of love that the the most we see the force being used in in any of these shorts is to do Lego stuff to build stuff with Legos and and it's it makes you it's wonder why the force isn't used that way in Star Wars <laughs> to like cobble things together. I mean, at least in I I don't know how canonical it is that um but there are lots of you know lots of fan art of Jedi assembling their lightsabers and they're doing it right. with the force. Mm-hmm. You know, they're levitating all the pieces and sort of manipulating them and bringing them together with the force. You know what yeah. what we actually see in like like in the Ahsoka series when we saw Ezra building his new lightsaber. Um it was all very hands on with, you know, screwdrivers and things. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. You know what this show was bringing me back to also was um playing Lego Star Wars 3 on the DS. Which oh, my brother okay. and I played the heck out of that game. And yeah. it, I think it, it, it was just the prequel movies. So most of the enemies were battle droids. And I just remember, like, when you would play as Jar Jar, he, he has no weapon. Okay? So he basically <laughs> just runs at the battle droids, waving his arms, going, blah, blah. And the battle droids fly apart. <laughs> nice. And I, I was laughing too, and I was kept chuckling when, whenever he showed up in the prequel segments of these things, he just got blasted and like flew off into oblivion and like exploded. <laughs> like poor yeah. Jar Jar. He says, "Like I thought I'd have a bigger part." Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, and I loved that he kept sort of flying through the screen right even in the the uh original trilogy mm-hmm. summaries that he mm. you know he's definitely still there just kind of <laughs> you know floating through space and right. and uh yeah yeah oh, that was fun <laughs> well and then yeah. talking about video games where they show them going into the droid factory yeah oh and he's like oh just great. think of it as a video game <laughs> i forgot to mention that 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 was probably my other favorite part was the video game section because I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that's like a side-scrolling platformer in in episode two, where they're they're trying to make their way through the droid factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, as soon as I saw that scene in the real movie, it was just like, oh man, this is just for a video game in the future. That's what that scene is for. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they make fun of it. I'm like, oh, thank you. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, there's so many great lines. Yeah. Reminds me of that that scene in Galaxy Quest um, 
where they they have to get through the the stomper chomper things and it's like this was a horrible episode it was badly written <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah yeah no the way Lego like just completely pokes fun at everything about Star Wars, but you can mm-hmm. tell it's coming from such a place of love. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, they're not laughing like, at it. They're not yeah. they're not making fun of it, quote unquote. They're they're celebrating it, just also pointing out what's kind of silly about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I loved R2 whistling the Star Wars theme as he's going up to fix the Naboo ship. It's mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness. I'm watching everybody else. Or when R2 goes after all the other droids, when he's at um, the uh, farm and they're you know picking out the droids, they pick C-3PO yes. and they're like, oh, how about this one? And it blows Zap. up. And R2's just like, you know. What about that one? Zap. It's just like, oh gosh, that was hilarious. I mean, totally goes against what we were told that, you know, Art was at R5, gave up his spot, you know, malfunctioned mm-hmm. on purpose. But it was just so funny. I loved it. What, one of the things I, I really did love about it was the way it, for me anyway, actually developed 3PO as a character. And I, like... I don't know about you guys, but 3PO has maybe been my least favorite Star Wars character until this point. He's been like sort of, you know, playing kind of the straight man comic relief with R2 and and it's like, okay, yeah, he's he's silly and fun, I guess, but like I don't think I would have missed him. But seeing him as as the storyteller and seeing how telling the story is how he connects with other other beings and you get an insight into his um devotion to and care for R2 and the the depth of that friendship and um i i just loved the i loved the 3PO that i got to know through uh, this it's funny because i i've always loved 3PO and I think that I know I I like I guess if you had asked me like I wouldn't he's not the first that would come to mind but then when I started thinking about it as you were talking I'm like well my brother and I quote 3PO constantly so he clearly (laughs) made an impression on us and I feel like you know he he would like be me and and it's funny he he has some of the like he 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 saves whatever he's in, even in, you know, a, a divisive movie like The Rise of Skywalker. Every mm-hmm. scene he's in, I could just watch over and over. He has some of the best dialogue <laughs> in that movie. He saves entire scenes simply because he's in it. And and Anthony Daniels is just a treasure. And yeah. I love that he's in this. He He will just be in anything Star Wars. Like, he's always that actor who will just come back whenever they need him and and he's become that character i couldn't imagine anyone else doing it you know like i I love that he was in this as soon as i heard his voice i was like okay i'm like i i i can i'm glad he's in it (laughs) yeah yeah i wonder if he got to ad lib the name what should i call you (gasps) he's nice (laughs) 
<laughs> Actually, I'd like to be called Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're C-3PO. Mm. He's like, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. That's nice to I mean, how he always turns everything positive. Like, he'll go running after a droid that'll, like, grunt and, you know, yell at him. Oh, sorry. Must have caught you on a bad day. It's like everything day, always yeah. flips positive. Yeah. <laughs> and I think what I... It didn't really... I'm not sure it came across in these shorts but i always like how it that's that's kind of the opposite of the way he is in some of the films where he's like the eternal pessimist you know like we're doomed you know like we'll be sent to the spice mines of kessel smashed into who knows what you know <laughs> I, i'm melting this is all your fault like the 3po yes, can be yes. he can be actually kind of mean like what does he say like um uh you know you'll be malfunctioning within a day you nearsighted scrap pile you know like yeah, more yeah. Than when when he finally wanders off into the desert and he's lost and he's like R2 tricked me into coming this way and I'm like what? <laughs> it's like yeah like what like, but yeah that, that you mentioned their relationship Rob and I think that's that's the genius of it that they play up in this like when when R2's missing when he's been kidnapped 3PO is like beside himself you know he's like He's like, what am I basically like, what am I going to do without my counterpart? You know? Yeah, And he did turn, he didn't turn on him until the very end when he thought, you know, R2 was just saving himself and ditching them. Mm -hmm. You know, go ahead. You know, 3PO, R2's like telling him, tell your story just so he, everyone's distracted so he can get away. Right. And he's like, you abandoned us. I was like, and I love how he yeah. had, you know, Lando ended up taking over the storytelling at that point in time. Yeah, we talked about that. Like Lando, the big reveal is that Lando is the mysterious figure. As as the uh, as the the episode descriptions, I liked that they called it the mysterious figure, like Lego figure. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like just thinking of everything as Legos. Yeah. There's the scene where they're retelling them finding Leia on the first Death Star. Yes. Luke walks in. And <laughs> yes. She's like, you're kind of short for a Star Trooper. He's like, I'm the same size as everyone else in our universe. Exact same <laughs> size. <laughs> yes. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, I just giggle anytime I think of a scene. The stormtroopers trying to throw snowballs at Darth Vader's burning oh, feet, gosh, yes. hitting him in the face. <laughs> it's like, can you aim, aim for, for my feet? Because his we feet are. are on fire. <laughs> aim for my feet. It's like, we are aiming for your feet. When like they, like Veers is having trouble giving them directions for stuff because they seemingly can't comprehend his directions. It, yeah. It's like they always repeat back his directions to him, but with some some error like they're, they're you know. <laughs> oh, that that was um, I, I look. Are you talking about the scene that was a Monty Python callback? Oh, is it, I'm not I'm not really familiar with Monty oh, Python. So if, if that's what it was, <laughs> oh. it, it was completely lost on me then. Yeah, there's a scene in the Holy Grail where where the king is telling the soldiers to guard his son and 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 it's almost line for line whether so okay so you stay here until i come back to get him right we stay here until you or anybody else comes back. no no just me all right oh it's funny i thought it was, it it was funny so on its own i didn't know it was referencing something. i mean it yeah. is funny on its own and it's also referencing something mm. um, which is yeah 
it's always fun to have like multiple levels. It it makes me wonder, like, were there other um references outside of Star Wars that I was missing? Hmm. Um because I that was the only that was the only sort of non-Star Wars uh reference that I caught. Um but I am I am an uncultured oaf and so I, I don't know what uh what else I might be missing. I mean I kept rewatching this trying to find something else and then I'm like, is there anyone out there that could just give me all the Easter eggs, please? Because <laughs> there's so many of them. This is awesome. Well, you found a great list of of um of those Easter eggs on on uh, TV tropes, and you sent us a link, and that was that was fantastic. Yeah, um, they had a couple fun ones there. I mean, the classic with you know Darth Maul when he first appears, and the way he's going awesome with this really high voice. Well, that, that annoyed the crap out of me. Actually, oh my really? gosh, but that yes. was so funny because when the more I kept watching that scene, the more it sounded like. The music in the show that came in the movie that came on behind him, oh. where it's like if you just keep saying "awesome, awesome," oh, it sounds like his theme. Okay. And then the fact that they did it in a high pitched <laughs> voice was actually um, <laughs> playing into the fact that when they cast, um, oh, who plays Darth Maul? I forget his uh, name. Ray Park. Yeah, they told him his voice was too high for the for the character. And they had to dub his voice over. They wanted a lower voice. Oh. And so that's what the Lego thing was playing off of, was that his voice oh. is high. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. That's a, and that, just, oh. that's a funny coincidence, because the, the actor who played Darth Vader in the suit also had a higher voice than they wanted. David Prowse. Yeah, yeah. which is why yeah. they dubbed James Earl Jones over it. I, I mean, it's not hard to have a higher voice than James Earl Jones. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I've, I've, I've seen some of the footage where it, it's Prowse's voice, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, like, you are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. And I'm like, nope, that cannot be Darth <laughs> Vader, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Although, what, one of my, you know, one of my sort of minor annoyances with uh yeah episode four with the original star wars is how the what he's saying and the gestures he's making don't always sync up <laughs> nicely it's like it, it it's very clear that somebody else is you know that that the voice is being dubbed over uh -huh. and, and you know when he's you know shaking his finger or lifting somebody up or something like that and it's it's they should have uh, made fun yeah. of that in the, in the like <laughs> that would have been a deep cut <laughs> yeah yeah well i guess i guess the people at lego don't have my particular annoyances in mind oh but it, it would have been funny though <laughs> <laughs> well you yeah, talked about yeah. gestures the one where uh you got 3PO and annoying Han. Yes. And, and Han turns around and he just holds up his little claw hand there. And 3PO's like, I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. And Han's like, oh, these these little claw hands. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, supposedly he could have been flipping the bird. We don't know. That, that's little what Lego TV hands. trope says. But, but in, in, I think it was Empire Strikes Back, mm -hmm. in that moment that they were quoting um han was holding up his index finger if i remember yeah, rightly he just points and, at and, him. and it was yeah. very clearly a shut up 
<laughs> and yeah. and kind of gesture. Um, so I, oh, I don't yeah. think it was meant to be vulgar in any no. sense, but I yeah. doubted it. I was like, oh, but yeah. And that's the thing. I feel like the original Star Wars movies are actually very funny. And I think that's why it lends itself to doing a more like straight comedy, because there are a lot of funny moments in every Star Wars movie. Most of them unintentionally funny. Um, oh, I, mean, I don't there's, know. There's like, definitely some some like the original trilogy. I thought, um, you know, they they kind of kept the comic relief to the droids and like it, it increasingly Han Solo. Um, they realized that that Harrison Ford just had a, a great sort of dry delivery. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I mean like the character banter. I always like that in the original trilogy. I feel like there's yeah. a lot of good one-liners. Yes, yes. Like the banter between Leia and Han in this was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. When it's like they're going back and forth at each other, just yelling it up, and then 3PO's like, oh, dear. And then next thing you know, you're like, little hearts all around them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then just the extension of the... Uh, you know, I love you, I know scene. <laughs> yes. I Vader's know you like, know. I know you know I know. <laughs> Vader's like dropping faster. <laughs> and then when Luke comes into the to to battle Vader and, and um it's like you are not a Jedi yet. I know. It's like not this again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, the dialogue was was just really sharply written. I mm-hmm. I, I loved, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I laughed out loud so many times watching. And then the call out to the fact that there aren't a lot of women in the first. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's like, uh-huh. "You're uh, how did Yoda do it?" Where he's like talking about, um, you have Leia a being sister, Leia, sister. Leia. You you know. You are wise in the force. It's like, no, she's just the only woman I've ever met. <laughs> what does Yoda say? We should have more women in this show or something. Yeah. Like, we'll do that better next time. <laughs> but did they really? <laughs> no. There's an argument. I mean, yeah. They, uh uh, and 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 that's that's the sad thing because Leia and Padme and for that matter Ray are you know characters with so much potential mm-hmm. and and Leia in in the original Star Wars was was pretty good but she kind of kept getting less and less of a role in in the scripts mm-hmm. um and yeah I uh missed potential Maybe, maybe in the future, here's hoping. Well, I mean, that's why, you know, like, I remember when we we started to review Ahsoka, we were getting feedback where it's like, oh, this, this show is very female dominated. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm like, we've had, you know, male dominated Star Wars for so long. It's, it's nice to, for a change to see like where a lot of the cast is is stronger female characters and they're interacting and they're doing cool stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's fresh. That's new. It's great. I don't know why you're complaining. You know, it's like, (laughs) yeah. 
Yeah, and and there's been sort of this lip service to to strong female characters throughout the the movies, but it it never really showed up in the writing the way it did in the Ahsoka series. Um, and that's the thing. Like I, I saw the other day, and I I wish I could attribute this to somebody, but um, I think it was a, a fellow writer who I saw saying that like. People always make the mistake that strong female character means she she beats up everybody or shoots people or stuff like that. No, yeah. strong female yeah. character means she's well written. That's what yeah. that means. She's a strong character. She's a strong character. Who is a woman. Right. <laughs> yeah. That she's well written. She doesn't have to go around and be like, you know, action hero guy. She's, you know, she just needs to be, you know, well well written and not an afterthought. And yeah. I, I liked though. Uh, speaking of of Leia, I liked when three uh, PO was like, "I'm sure you want to hear about your parents' wedding," and she's like, "Clone Wars, Clone Wars." Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was great. He just assumes mm. he's like, "You're a girl. You'll want to hear about the wedding." <laughs> I I took that more as you know, it's your parents' wedding. You'll you'll want to hear about that. But ah, okay. Honestly, I just want to like watch it again and like share clips i i like right. i wish this 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 is maybe the first time i've wished this podcast were a you know a, a vlog or something you know mm. you know that that we were doing this on youtube because i would i just want to show a bunch of clips right. of this show oh, and laugh at them should be a great um, watch party <laughs> yeah. oh yeah maybe maybe that's like a, a future like live stream we could do if that's possible Ooh. like a watch party of of one of the Lego ones. And, you know, we just do that thing where it's like, we tell people, you know, just start it at this timestamp. And, you know, like we all start it at the same time and all react to it. That might be fun. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> SQPN reacts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, look, that, that could get old real fast, but I feel like if we do it, you know, only if, you know, every once in a while, that might be a fun thing to do. Yeah. I actually mm. need to re- See, now that I've been talking to you guys about it, now I need to go back and watch it again with everything you guys have said in mind. So that oh, I'm, yeah, likewise. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was yeah. funny when I was watching it, um, just like watching it during lunch, and my husband works from home, and he walks in, and he's like, what are you watching? <laughs> I was like, Droid Tales. <laughs> and he stops for a second. He's like, oh, this is good. And then he just started laughing because he was catching up on some of those things. Mm-hmm. I wish he would have seen the scene from Monty Python because he loves Monty Python. Oh, but, oh gosh. Yeah. Just every time you turn around, that quick, witty, some little, you know, comment oh. here and there. And Punch I... it, Chewy. No, not like that. Punch <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that the Akbar, remember his, his, when, because the, the mysterious figure not only abducts R2, he hijacks Akbar's starfighter that he's very fond of, Daisy yes, May. The Daisy May. But and Daisy. They, they have to go into his older vehicle, which is full of fast food cartons. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that yeah. I've known people like, whose cars are like that. <laughs> yeah. Everyone oh, yeah. knows it's somebody. Easy. I was gonna say it's 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 like my old bachelor mobile was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh. oh man yeah it's just every now and then just an old a scene pops in your head and you just laugh yeah it's, it's one of yeah. those things if you need a laugh you go watch this 
it's just it's funny it's just look for a laugh it's there and even to good old general veers mm-hmm. at the end there the last thing he yells out is now i have to go back and live with my, my parents yeah <laughs> yeah like oh is that uh, why they had uh foreshadowing and or right <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of foreshadowing in this one yeah Oh, and like, why did did I miss this? Why is um, uh, when three PO's with Chewie and and Nia Nunb, why is Nia yes. Nunb wearing a Hawaiian shirt? Did 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 I miss something? I I don't think it was explicit, but I I definitely got the impression that Chewie and Nia Nunb were um going to Tatooine. For a beach vacation. Oh, okay. There was like a surfboard in the back. Oh, right. And things like that. So I I just got the sense that they were going on vacation together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the war was over. Time for vacation. (laughs) Yeah. And then what does 3PO do? Throw them right back into a bunch of chaos. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good job, 3PO. (laughs) (laughs) I love how they're all back on uh, Endor. And it's like, weren't we just here? We're we having here? a party yeah. again. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about just how silly and and outrageous and 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 a lot of fourth wall breaking it is, mm-hmm. but but it definitely has you know a, a a strong heart to it as well, and and that that heart being the the friendship between three PO and R two, and and that three PO is really willing to do whatever it takes to um yeah to to save his friend and and there are a lot of lines throughout that kind of show that this is this is the morality that's informing the whole show um you mentioned earlier you know droids are people and that and that's you know when 3PO and Akbar are talking about um what to do next and and akbar is going off about you know his his sweet sweet daisy may and um and three Pio says you know a ship is a machine a droid is a person mm-hmm. um and when three Pio is trying to convince all the other droids um in in the cantina and and you know it's like Sometimes getting involved is the right thing to do. The Empire might still be in power if R2 hadn't gotten involved. And that that sense that, you know, we we have to bring it into action. And 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 even um oh gosh, I'm 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 not gonna get the, the quote exactly right. Uh but it was um you know, Leia talking to Han uh right before he went off to uh it, it, this was in the the flashback to the original star wars and it's like oh i guess money's all you care about you know that you know you're just going to go off and that's the only thing you that's important to you and and then he says you know oh no i'm going to go off and and help luke it's like oh i guess saving your friend is the only <laughs> thing that's important to you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like kind of turning that line on its head, and I I thought that was that was hilarious. But again, it, like, um, kind of by a, a the absurdity of it shows, you know, oh no, this is this is what this series is about. It's about the the power and importance of friendship. It's it's that 
Yeah, and now I'm thinking of of uh, C.S. Lewis's Four Loves, and um, it's it Philia is the love of friendship. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that 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 deeply human uh, connection to another person, and um, and it just comes out so sweetly and and beautifully in the midst of this absurd chaos <laughs> one of my favorites that still makes me giggle is how immature they had anakin when he oh, was yes. at the jedi temple all oh, right yeah <laughs> and he's like i am not and yoda's like r2 i am not, not. r2 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 and in one and comes r2, R2. Comes <laughs> that's you r2 <laughs> <laughs> oh just goofy kid stuff oh you know, keep that inner child. I think I saw a quote recently on that. And I think it was uh, Chesterton talked about having that inner child still there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, um, this is this has been a ton of fun and it, it has kind of revitalized my own inner child in in what I hope is a good way. Um I hope I'm childlike and not childish um, in enjoying <laughs> this, but um, yeah, we would love to hear your thoughts about 3PO's version of Star Wars and uh, the chaos of Lego or or anything about the Star Wars universe. Um, we'd love it if you drop us a line at starwars at sqpn.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook at StarQuest Media. Um, my favorite place to connect with the community is our Discord server, and you can uh, get an invite to our Discord server at our website, sqpn.com slash Discord. Um, every episode, we want to take a moment to thank our patrons because you're the ones who make it possible for us to create this podcast and all the other podcasts uh, on the SQPN network. Um, this episode, we would especially like to thank Lori F, Virginia O, Diana K, Emily P, and Mark K for their generous support. If any of you out there would like to join them in keeping our work going, please visit sqpn.com slash give. It also helps us when you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform, and especially if you can leave a review. That's great. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, lots of others. And don't forget our YouTube channel. I think that's all for now. So until next time, Thomas, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Robert. Catherine, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Oh, lots of fun. Time to go play with toys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And thank you all for uh, joining us in sharing the secrets of Star Wars. I've been Robert King. Thank you for listening to the secrets of Star Wars on StarQuest. Here's another show on the StarQuest network you're sure to enjoy. The Secrets of Middle Earth. Find it wherever you can find podcasts or at sqpn.com slash Middle Earth.